From Brown Cow Studios in Montana, this is News Nerds, the news podcast. I'm Ezra Graham, the man who just walked all the way from his bedroom to record this episode of News Nerds. On this week's episode, I interview Susan. She played the bassoon in the Bozeman Symphony, and she plays her Native American flutes for us on this week's episode of News Nerds. Also, the Geographical Location Challenge, Virginia, is still in first place. And you are listening to News Nerds, the news podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I have a listener challenge. I'm very, very excited about this. So take the name of a venomous animal, then take the first and last letters from that venomous animal, and you will have an abbreviation for a United State. Again, take the name of a venomous animal, then take the first and last letters from that animal. You will have the abbreviation for a United State. What venomous animal did you start out with, and what United State did you come up with? Please send in your answers. This is due by next Wednesday, so I'm giving you only six days. If you need more time and I haven't got enough answers, I will extend the time, but I'm just saying six days to start out with. The prize for this listener challenge is a brand new copy of Tracy Batiste's first Jumbies book, paperback. Tracy Batiste was on News Nerds two weeks ago. She is the New York Times bestselling author of the Jumbies series and Minecraft The Crash, as well as other books for adults. You will also get a certificate and other News Nerds prizes. Again, this is due by next Wednesday, and I will announce the winner on the next podcast. Thank you, and I hope to to listen and read your answers by next Wednesday. You can send in your answer via voice message or email. Go to the website, send an email directly to newsnerdshost at gmail.com, or go to anchor.fm slash newsnerds slash message to send in your voice message today. In just a second, we're going to go to my interview with Susan, but first, a message from me, and then, the latest news. Hey listeners, please subscribe if you haven't. You can go to newsnerdshost.website.com slash podcast, our website and click subscribe. It's very easy, and you will get the latest from News Nerds. Enter your email, and you will be all set with the latest updates from News Nerds. And now for the latest news. We have a special report from Debbie. She was on two other episodes of News Nerds, and now she has an update about coronavirus in her town. This was recorded one week ago and sent to us one week ago, so things might have changed. 
Here's Debbie. Good morning. This is Debbie from New York with an update on the coronavirus. We have zero cases in my town. I went to two different doctor's offices and I'm happy to report they both said that there are no cases in either hospital that they work at. So we are feeling good here. We're staying safe. We're still wearing our masks, social distancing, but we are on the way to recovery here. So I just wanted to let you know, news nerds, that things are looking good. Have a great day, everybody, and I hope to be on the show again soon. Thank you. Stay safe and stay well. Susan Wadsworth has been a professional musician and a music teacher all her life, and she joins us now. Welcome. Hi, Ezra. Nice to, to see you and talk to you and be a part of your program. So I'm going to start by asking you, what instruments have you played in your life? Well, my main instrument was actually handed to me when I was 13, and it was a bassoon, and I thought it was so cool looking. I thought, wow, you know, I, it was just an amazing looking instrument. And then I tried playing it, and I fell in love with it, and I decided to be a, a musician, a symphony musician right then when I was 13. Where have you played your instruments in your life? Well, I've been really lucky. Um, I got to live in Brazil and play my instrument there. And I also got to live in Greece for a while and play there. And I played in Washington, D.C. and in Boston and in Denver. What made you choose the Native American flute? Because you also play that um, as an instrument that you play. Yeah, well, you know, um, the bassoon is a really difficult instrument, and I, I was playing just to relax. One day I was playing my recorder, which is, you know, the instrument that kids start on when they're in fourth or fifth grade, and somebody said to me, oh, you know, that sounds kind of like a Native American flute, and so um, a friend made an, a Native American flute for me, and I just fell in love with the sound of it. Um, yeah, I, I just love the instrument, the sound of it. Could you explain the scale that you use when you are playing the Native American flute? Sure, it's, it's not the same scale that we use, you know, we use in symphony music. So it's called a pentatonic scale and pentatonic means five tones. So there are five different tones and I could show you on this, this small one. And the five different notes really all sound good with each other. And the cool thing is that, you know, if you listen to wind, wind chimes, they're often tuned to a pentatonic scale because all the notes sound good with each other. So those are different notes and the the native american flute can repeat one or one or two of the notes up higher um, but basically you're you're using those five notes and that's it um in the coronavirus pandemic does your music help you take your mind off the pandemic and the news around you yeah definitely um as a matter of fact i had retired from playing my bassoon 
and I didn't play for two years. And then I just started playing again about a month ago. Um, and it felt really good. It felt really hard to get back to it because like I said, it's a, it's a difficult instrument. It's a double reed instrument. Um, but then I've been playing the Native American flutes all through this time. And it's really helped take my mind off <laughs> what's going on in the world. You're going to play us something where I'm very excited for this. So could you play us a little bit on some of your flutes? Yeah, I'd love to. Let me explain real quickly that um, I'm not actually playing Native American tunes. These instruments were, were made, they were always improvised. And that word improvised means you're making it up. So I'm using the pentatonic scale and I'm making up the tune that I'm playing right here, right now. Whoa, let me start again. showing you if you happen to have a little recorder at home you can actually play this pentatonic scale on a recorder so I'll show you how to do that if you're if you're interested in that okay okay but first here's the the smaller one show you the fingerings that you can use. Let me see. Okay, so it's, you know, you got your thumb down. So six fingers, five fingers, then three, two, one. So six, five, three, two, one. And let me just play you the scale that way. And that's the pentatonic scale. So it's six, five, three, two, one. Yep. Okay. With, with your thumb down. You know, the other thing that's cool about the pentatonic scale, I know I'm giving you a lot of information, but it's because I, I love this so much. All around the world, people play folk kind of flutes um, using that pentatonic scale. They do it in Asia, in like, um, the British Isles in South America. And it's all using that same scale where all the five notes are equal and no one note is any more important than any other. So that's why I like it. That was Susan and she was playing some of her Native American flutes with us and she answered my questions. Thank you for being here today. Thanks, Ezra. Nice to meet you. And now it's time for Wildlife Journal. Not long ago, the Burmese roofed turtle hatchlings, known for its constant smile, were in serious trouble. This species was about to go extinct. 
Now, however, however, this turtle has a very good reason to be constantly wearing a creepy grin. Check it out, it's very creepy. Because of overhunting for medicinal uses, pet trade, reckless egg harvesting, improper electrofishing techni techniques, and the demolishing of habitat, the Burmese roofed turtle was not doing at all well. In the 1990s, the species was even thought to be already gone from planet Earth. Then, in 2001, one Burmese roofed turtle turned up in a pet shop in Hong Kong. After this, the conservationists hoped that the turtles might have a chance. Then, when biologist Gerald Kutchling, who works with the University of Western Australia, along with the Myanmar Forest Department, heard about the new turtle, he started a joint survey expedition in a site where the turtles once, li once lived, the upper Chidwin River. But because of an unfortunate summer monsoon, the project was sidelined. Even though the expedition was forgotten, Gerald Kutchling had the good fortune to run into three of the rare turtles in a pond at a Buddhist temple in Mandalay. He and his colleagues removed the turtles and transported them to the local zoo. Dr. Kutchling said, quote, I was very excited and definitely flabbergasted, unquote. Over the following time, Gerald found more of the rare Burmese roofed turtles while exploring the Doktwadi, a tributary of the Irrawaddy. Because of Gerald Kutchling's Research and exploration, researchers estimated there to be less than 10 turtles in the wild. Year after year, beaches where female Burmese roof turtles were known to nest were fenced off and local villages, villagers harvested the females' eggs. Now the conservationists have brought the Burmese roof turtles back. Because of the work of these people, 1,000 of the turtles will be released from captivity to live in the wild. I thought that was a good story, and that's it for this Wildlife Journal story. And now, it's our geographical location challenge. This is where I check my dashboard and see where everybody is listening in from across the country. With first place, we have Virginia with 9% of all News Nerds listeners. Virginia, as some of my listeners know, has been in first place for a very long time for a state. Usually states stay up there for two weeks, but I think Virginia has been up there for three or four weeks. With second place, we have two runners-up, Ohio and Connecticut, I mean, uh, California, excuse me there. They both have 6% of all news nerds listeners, and with third place, we have two runners-up, New Mexico and Connecticut, with 4% of news nerds listeners. Behind them, we have states like Minnesota, Florida, District of Columbia, Illinois, New York, and even more. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your listening support. Now it's time for Why the Numbers, where we check in uh, at the data that COVID, the COVID-19 dashboard by the Center for System Science and Engineering at Johns Hopkins University has provided us. The global cases of COVID-19 are fast approaching 30 million. Meanwhile, global deaths are skyrocketing and are fast approaching 940,000. Just in the United States, we are about to hit uh, the milestone of 
200,000 deaths of COVID-19 in the United States, but right now we are approximately at 196,691 deaths. Cases in the United States are currently at 6,626,000. In India, which is number two for cases, we have 5 million. And number three for cases in the, in the world, Brazil. Brazil has uh, 4 million cases. And that's it for By the Numbers. We'll be back next week with By the Numbers for more of the data collected by Johns Hopkins University. And that's it for this week's episode of News Nerds, the news podcast. I'm Ezra Graham, your host for tonight. Thank you so much, Susan, for being on this week's episode of News Nerds. That was some great music. And also thank you for answering my questions that I asked today. You are listening to News Nerds episode 19. Next week we'll have another episode, episode 20. But episode 20 is going to sound a little bit different. I'm going to squash three or four of my favorite interviews that I've done in the past 20 episodes into one gigantic episode for you. So that's something to look forward to. You get to hear some of your favorite interviews once more in episode 20 of News Nerds. Our website is newsnerdshost.wixsite.com slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast there, as well as Spotify, and wherever else the News Nerds podcast is available and you prefer. Toodaloo dudes, see you next week.